We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, yes. Uh, that is Hulk Hogan's signature look. Blonde Chinese hair and the skin of a hot dog. It's awesome. Uh, the whole thing's fake, but it's really awesome. Fake? What the hell are you talking about, fake? It's not fake. Those guys got bashed and bloodied. I've seen guys get pounded in the ring. It's still fake, though, dude. That's, Charlie, that's... Charlie, I was there once. I saw a guy pick up a trash can, smash it into a guy's head. Blood uh, went everywhere. Okay, what is going on here? Oh, 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 oh yeah. okay. right here he's going into a state of Hulkamania. Yeah. Okay, now when he's like this, nothing can hurt him. Okay, it's like a seizure of strength. <laughs> yeah. Today, we're going to change things up a little bit for a special mini-sode of Trouble with the Script. Kind of a test run, if you will. I had my buddy and former podcast producer Michael Weiner on to break down the Gang Wrestles for the Troops episode from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Not your classic sports movie, but a fun episode to talk about. If you don't know Mike already and enjoy his stint on today's show, go check out his new podcast feed, Mind of Micah, for a wide variety of podcast episodes. If you enjoyed this mini-sode format... Please definitely let me know at TroublePod on Twitter, at Trouble with the Script Pod on Instagram, and fill me in on what TV shows you'd want to see minisodes on, as I'd like to make this format an occasional midweek drop. As always, if you're enjoying Trouble with the Script, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, and get ready to check out Love and Basketball with guest Robert Letal, dropping this Thursday. Welcome to Trouble with the Script, the sports movie podcast that focuses on the sports-centric content of sports movies. What worked, what didn't work, and what could have been done to fix it. Today we've got a special mini-sode, normally our sports movie podcast, but today we're going to talk about a TV show, not a TV show that you usually think of when it comes to sports. And today, before we get to the TV show, my guest is the host of Mind of Micah, Micah Weiner. Micah, how are you? Kyle, it is a goddamn pleasure to be here. I am thrilled to be a part of this. We've been uh, going back and forth on scheduling for about uh, somewhere between uh, 18 and 24 weeks now. Yeah. You know, this podcast is like eight weeks old and, and uh, it just feels great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. You were, uh, you were my first podcast producer back in the day. So, uh, so this is We've done a lot of podcasting together. This is, we feels have. like old times. We have. But uh, today we're going to do a quick little uh, mini-sode. Uh, I just want to, uh, you know, a little housekeeping beforehand. If you enjoyed this mini-sode, let me know. Uh, rate and review. 
and uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Today, we're going to talk about not a sports movie, not even a sports TV show, but we're talking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The Gang Wrestles for the Troops. The gang decides to put on a wrestling show for troops returning home, while Dee courts a soldier who doesn't seem like the person that she's been chatting online with. Micah, not exactly a typical sports movie. No, no, not really. And of course, the sport here is uh, professional wrestling, which is, uh, you know, arguably a sport to begin with. Professional wrestling, noted for being kind of fake. You know, we... Fans of this genre don't use the word fake. That's a bit offensive to uh, the performers. Uh, that being said, this is quite an episode. This is one of my all-time favorite Always Sunny, Always Sunny episodes. I've seen every episode of the show. It's I think it's like the only show um, that I can say that I've watched every episode for, I don't know. I don't know how many seasons they've done now, 10 or 12 or 13, however many it is. And this is one of my all-time favorites. There's some tremendous things here, and uh, I'm just thrilled to be here. You know, this is exciting. Yeah, it's a heater of an episode. And real quick, before we get into the the sports-centric parts, or at least the wrestling-centric parts, did you know one of the directors on this episode was Fred Savage? Uh, I did not realize that. I know that Fred Savage directed a bunch of Always Sunny uh, episodes, especially in the early years. But I didn't realize that Savage was a part of this one. It is Wonder Years Fred Savage. So, Micah, right off the bat, what was realistic for you in, in this? As much as as much realism as you can get from Always Sunny, what was realistic about the, the wrestling that they were doing? Oh, I would start with the portrayal of the maniac starring the one and only, the legendary Roddy, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. R.I.P. Yes, rest in peace, who plays the maniac, who is sort of a washed-up, crazy professional wrestler and uh it's really a tremendous portrayal it's it's like uh, we've all seen the the mickey Rourke movie the wrestler i don't i assume you've seen that one too Kyle, yeah it's right? a classic yeah it's a great movie that's a great movie you know that could be one where we do a full episode about it at some point but if we're just if i'm just gonna do nothing but talk professional wrestling here um roddy piper plays that role as roddy piper sort of and he adds so much comedy to it. They play it so over the top. And it's uh, it's basically he plays a down-on-his-luck, washed-up professional wrestler. And uh, he meets the guys, or the gang, as it's known. And they were like, oh, we're going to put on a wrestling show. We should we should talk to this guy. Like, he's he's the real deal. And he puts on quite a performance. Yeah, it's great. They hire him for 50 bucks. Yeah, this, this episode of Always Sunny is basically like the movie The Wrestler if that movie was on crystal meth and uh, in 20 minutes long. Yeah. And there were uh, four, you know, lovable, hateable, evil people that uh, put on a wrestling match. Yeah. But and hired one Randy thing, the Ram. Like that's basically what this show is. One thing, one other thing that worked that was realistic uh, is drunks thinking of a dumb plan. That's not necessarily sports centric, but it's just very realistic that drunks would think of, think of a plan like this. Think of putting on a wrestling match, and and I, I understand that's like the gist of the show is basically drunks think of a plan, but yes. uh, very realistic actually. That, that's a thing that happens. Uh, there's no doubt about this. This is this is what 15 uh, seasons of Always Sunny are built upon. Drunks thinking of a plan. That is that therein lies the realism. 
You know, while we're here, we should probably talk about the other sports-related episodes of Always Sunny. Uh, I don't know the names off the top, but my favorite other than this one is the one where they try out for the Philadelphia Eagles. And D dresses up like a man, puts on a mustache. Uh, Charlie takes LSD, I think, and has like a Woodstock Woodstock S trip uh, as Green Man. And uh, there's the great cameo from Donovan McNabb. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, yeah. This uh, that episode is essentially if the movie Invincible was on crystal meth in twenty minutes. That, in fact, I think it. Uh, you know what? You're right. The name of that episode is "The Gang Gets in- Invincible." Yeah, they, they're uh, inspired by the uh, the. Vincible yes, policy. and it is it is really funny. The best part is there's just a, a fat black guy, and there's all these people that paid fifty bucks to try out for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're like, "All right, uh, here's Donovan McNabb," and it's clearly not Donovan McNabb. And he just comes out and says, like, y'all try your hardest. Uh, also, have fun. McDonald's, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that was not Donovan McNabb. And uh, so that, that was good. So this show is, it's not afraid to, there was also a thing when the Phillies won the World Series, I think, where there were riots, uh, there was trash can punch. Uh, I think they called it riot punch. Uh, the, the guys drank and they didn't get there. It was a whole thing. So and then this last season, actually, they had a they had two episodes about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Very, very surprisingly sports based show. Yeah. What else uh, did you have anything else that was, you know, you watched it and you were like, yeah, that's actually kind of realistic. I only had I had one more thing. I had the bootleg wrestling. You can find a bootleg wrestling rink in every city in America. Let's throw it to the way back. One of my first jobs, I uh, worked at Papa John's. Uh, better ingredients, better pizza, racist owner. And uh, one allegedly. of our, yeah, allegedly, one of our, uh, one of our drivers, uh, whose his specialty was after each, uh, after each delivery run, he would come back smelling more and more like menthols. But he did like bootleg wrestling like this, like the guys are doing it, just like a like a uh, community center. Or something, I don't know. He went into downtown San Antonio and would like come in and like have you feel like the massive bumps on his head from getting hit by chairs and shit. And uh yeah, that that that's basically my my experience with bootleg community center wrestling, but the thing they put on is actually a thing. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem that unrealistic. Uh I would also say the other realistic thing here is the birds of war. Uh, not that anyone would ever dress like the Birds of War in any professional wrestling sense, but the fact that just a terrible gimmick, uh, totally ill-conceived with plans. This, you know, as as someone who follows professional wrestling a little bit, it's often where there's a gimmick that's just terrible. If I told you about how bad this idea is, if you told any other person who wasn't in the wrestling industry, you'd say, this is a terrible idea. But the person who comes up with it thinks it's a great idea. That's basically what we have with the Birds of War. They think this is going to be the most awesome thing. They think the crowd's going to be behind them. And then the moment they come out, it's uh, it's clearly a huge mistake. Yeah, well, it's a notorious thing that like uh, that wrestlers have had like failed failed uh, bits or failed uh, you know personas before. Like I think Stone Cold Steve Austin had something. Before he was Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah, yeah, he was he was previously known as the Ringmaster, the yeah, master not as good. of the ring. It's not yeah, birds not, of war not, bad, 
but it's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's bad. Yeah, it, yeah. Professional wrestling is known as a gimmick, and that that's that's a bad gimmick. Uh, Terry Taylor has one of the all time worst gimmicks. It's called uh, the Red Rooster, where he just like wore a mohawk and dyed his Fu Manchu red, and came out like a rooster. Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. That's a bad thing, but. Yeah, that that I think those are the most similar things to actual real life here in this episode. Micah, I'm gonna jump to what didn't work with a question for you. Basically, I have two questions. D a hundred percent gets knocked out cold by that chair in the face, right? A hundred percent. Because Cricket runs into the ring while D is D is trying to serenade the uh, the soldier who she had been chatting with online. Desert Rose. Yeah, yeah. She had thought uh, she had thought the soldier was in a wheelchair. He was actually not. uh, That's that's a whole non-sports centric thing. We're really not going to get into. But she's serenading the soldier, and Cricket comes up and hits her full blast in the face with the chair. She a hundred percent is out cold, right? Like she just gets up and she's like, "You broke my nose," but he would have broken her face. I feel like. That's that's the kind of chair shot you don't see in professional wrestling in 2019. Now that people know about concussions, nobody's been hit in the head with a chair in like nine years. And uh, D D took a big bump there. Yeah, I mean, straight up metal to the face. Because Cricket wasn't, he's not trained. He's not trained in wrestling. There wasn't oh, a way that he, and he D glanced is, that D off. Is a, D is a big flightless bird. So, you know, that's got to be something that happens too. Yeah, I've got another question for you. Does Cricket bleed out on that wrestling ring? Uh, Frank comes in as the trash man and uh, and cuts him with his with his trash can. And what looks like he it looks like he hits a vein, and, and Cricket's bleeding pretty bad. No one no one calls nine one one. There's no uh, there's no urgent help for him. I feel like he bleeds out on the mat right there. Well, you know, you you made a a comment earlier that wrestling is fake. And I, I don't know if you realize the last line of the show is after Frank <laughs> smacks cricket in the head and then, you know, cuts him, hits him in a, in a vein. He says, he looks at the camera and just says, I knew this shit wasn't fake. I knew this shit wasn't fake. So yes, although it, it turns out that cricket didn't, doesn't die because we see him in following seasons. Uh, it's one of the greatest things about Always Sunny is that Cricket continues to actually look worse and worse, even though he's homeless at this point. And uh, he does he does make a miraculous return. Yeah, I just feel like for the sake of realism, he's dead on that mat. He is K- he's KIA in the ring. Well, he, he certainly caught the one, two, three from Frank, I'm sure. Did you have anything else that was a little... A little more unrealistic than than even than usual in this episode. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's tough. There wasn't a whole lot to pull from. They really wrestle. I think it's like the last five minutes. They, yeah, there's they not like much wrestling that goes on. It's just cricket. For those who haven't seen this, is dressed like the Tal. I, I think he's known as the Taliban. Introducing America's most hated terrorist, the Taliban. Cricket comes out and goes, America sucks. The terrorist rule. La, 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 la. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to take flight with the birds of war. That's what happens next. And then they come out. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, the fact that that someone would play the Taliban is really a, a dedication to uh, 
to the craft of wrestling, I guess. Yeah, a lot of dedicated. Uh, so him, him as the Taliban, uh, obviously the Birds of War, and then Frank is the Trash Man, who is continually he's like eating trash for half the episode. It's yes, he comes out right at the end. Uh, can I can I do the Birds of War song for you? You can absolutely do. That's why I have you on. Absolutely do the Birds of War song. You ready? Go clap. Go go clap. Go clap. The eagles are out and it flies through the night. Don't you mess with us now. Oh, you'll see us fight. Yes, we have feathers. Ah, oh, but muscles are men. Ah, because we're birds of war now. Ah, but we're also men. Oh, birds of war. That is... A hundred percent worth having you on this podcast. That was fantastic. Thank Bravo, you. sir. That's, that's what we're looking for. Uh, it doesn't work out for them. And then the next line after they sing their song is they go, they are not responding to our pageantry at all, which is great. And then Max arguing saying the second, the second verse is, uh, is stupid or ridiculous. Ridiculous. He says the second verse is completely ridiculous. And then someone says the second verse is necessary to clarify, clarify what we are. And then they realize they're mic'd up and the microphones are on. It's it's a great, great episode. Yeah. Who do you think, who was the best wrestler on the, uh, I, I would I would disqualify Rowdy Roddy Piper. We actually didn't see him on the mat. Uh, he would have been the best, but he was arrested before the. Uh, right. He never actually makes it to the show. It's cricket. No. Cricket is, cricket is a world-class professional wrestler. He, he doesn't do well in the ring, but the heat that he gets from coming out as the Taliban and saying America sucks, that's that guy can draw money anywhere in the world. Uh, you could you could set him up against Hulk Hogan in nineteen eighty in nineteen eighty eight, and that guy's sell, selling out any stadium in America. Yeah, his dedication. He, it was very committed to his role. Yes, I love the fact that he blew sand in people's faces. It was it's really good. Cricket's the MVP to, to me. He's certainly the best athlete uh, or uh, the best wrestler. In this episode, I can't argue with that. How would you improve the episode? I need more of uh, Artemis, and this is basically how can I improve uh, Always Sunny in general? And it's just I need more Artemis. Artemis is the single best person in this episode, um, as she almost always is. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, basically D has been chatting online with a soldier who's overseas. Uh, and uh, known as she's known online as Desert Rose, and she is uh, he is Soldier of Fortune, which is funny. But then when he arrives back in America, they're supposed to meet, but he gets off of the bus, you know, the military bus or whatever, and she, he's in a wheelchair. And D panics and says, like, "Oh no, I I'm not Desert Rose. Somebody else is Desert Rose." So then she gets her friend Artemis. Artemis then meets soldier of fortune in public and uh he's walking around like he had only twisted his ankle he hadn't lost his legs in war and uh she wanted to uh take him and then all of a sudden d's like oh no no i want to get him back and then this is my favorite line of uh my favorite lines of dialogue maybe in the history of the show if, if i may oh you may so uh, D goes up to the soldier and says, so what's the deal with you standing? I thought you were in a wheelchair and you were in it. 
He goes, oh, no, no, no. I twisted my knee on a plane, gain off a plane in, uh, in Germany, and I'm just trying to stay off of it. It's all good now. You see, and she sta he stands up. And then D grabs Artemis and goes, can I talk to you a second? I'll be right back. And so they go, she grabs him and he goes, what is it? What, what? I changed my mind. So move out of the way so I can swoop in. And then Artemis, this is the best part, goes, nah-uh, no changes. And D replies, what, Artemis, I'm warning you. If you don't get out of the way right now, I'm going to bring out the big guns, to which the greatest line in the history of this show, Artemis says, oh, hit me with your best shot, you stupid bitch. <laughs> you you missed the best oh, part that. in that whole that whole scenario, though, is Frank giving the guy a pair of cut-off jorts after he Yes, gets the jorts are a thing, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And then and the guy wears the jorts. And, and then, actually, he had, like, a, a several-episode arc later in that season or in the next season, and he always wore the jorts, which was really good dedication. It, it, was, a, it was a great part of hit me with your big Hit me with your best shot, you stupid bitch, is one of the best things ever. I would improve this episode. I would want more wrestling cameos. I feel like there was a lot of down on their luck wrestlers from the nineties that would have like loved the, uh, you know, just, just the always sunny guest spot. I feel like you could have like gotten like four or five of them just to play the maniac squad and had a bunch of those guys in the episode. There's no doubt. Um, yeah, yeah I could have used, I could have used a lot of those dudes. I would have loved the iron Sheik. Razor Ramon, I saw an ESPN thing on him looking terrible. I feel like he could have used the money. He's bounced back a little bit since then, but yeah, he could definitely he would definitely be up for it. So yeah, that's that's how I would uh that's how I would have improved this episode. But overall, I mean obviously it's a great episode. We're not gonna judge it for the sports centric content, but it, it actually had some shit that works. It it really it it did work. It did work. And the portrayal of professional wrestling like in a small gymnasium is like shockingly kind of accurate, I think, uh, as yeah. you alluded to earlier. Like there's every small, uh, you know, BFW hall in America has a wrestling show in it once a year. Yeah, or like uh, strip club parking lots or something like that. <laughs> that too, or probably, Golden Corral. Probably if you're find it there. But, uh, Micah, you are obviously the man for this mini-sode. Uh, if, if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed this. If you want us to do more Always Sunny episodes, we definitely can. Uh, you know, send in some requests for, you know, TV shows that you liked or anything else you'd want to see a mini on, you know, other than sports movies. Micah, where can the people follow you and see what you're doing over the Mind of Micah feed? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Kyle. You can follow me at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R on Twitter and Instagram, or Mind of Micah, M-I-C-A-H. Uh, anywhere you get podcasts, we've got some really great stuff this week. Uh, you know, if you're actually a professional wrestling fan, we did a WrestleMania preview and recap with my friend Dion, who uh, works for the WWE and had some great insights. He was at WrestleMania. Uh, recently, my friend Boosh is back and the people are the people are excited as they should be. Uh, I also host a legitimate sports podcast that has nothing to do with professional wrestling called Backdoor Cover. Three words, Backdoor Cover. Uh, me and Brad Key, we've got a great episode dropping t uh, dropping tomorrow, soon, whatever. We're, we're doing two or three a week. Check out Backdoor Cover. You're going to enjoy it. So I really appreciate you having me on, Kyle. Micah, I needed a dedicated Always Sunny fan, and you were that guy. Uh, you know, as always, if you're enjoying Trouble with the Script, please subscribe, rate, review. 
uh, share. And like I said earlier, you know, let me know if there are any other TV shows or things that you'd like to see a mini-sode on. Uh, we're coming at you with regular episodes every Thursday on your favorite sports movies. So until then. Uh, hey, one more thing, Kyle. Yes, Micah. Hey, uh, hit me with your best shot, you stupid bitch. Perfect way to end this episode. Until next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.